Hello, hello, it's Rachel. I'm Hamsters and I'm back. I'm back. It's been a while and I'm really sorry. I know I promised I would be back, but um, this summer was actually super busy and um, pretty busy in my hamster life as well. Thanks to all of those lovely mites that I had. So if you haven't listened to my previous five episodes, um, it is all about mites, basically. Because <laughs> I started this podcast and then I got mites. And um, that was about two months worth of work, of cleanup, of disinfecting, of um, having my house sprayed. It was kind of a lot and I'm really glad to be on the other end of it. Um, but if you have this issue also, please feel free to reach out. I can give you more specific, um, feedback, but, um, yeah, in the end I had these, um, tropical rat mites and we figured out that, um, we had some bats and mites or mice in the attic and that's probably where the mites were coming from. Um, so we had to have the attic cleaned and the insulation was too thin anyways, but it was pretty well infested with mice. So, um, we got rid of the insulation and put new insulation down, um, and relocated the animals and, um, and sealed up some holes. So hopefully <laughs> no more, um, no more animals that I didn't bring into the home living up there, bringing my animals mites. <laughs> so... Um, so that is taken care of. It was quite the ordeal and pretty expensive, but, um, yeah, now at least I don't have bats in my attic, so that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, and then it was two months worth of treatment for my hamsters, so that was pretty lengthy, and, um, they got three courses of, um, Revolution, which is a topical, um, treatment. And then after each treatment, I would give them a new bin cage, totally disinfect and clean their old one. So it was a lot of cleaning, a lot of throwing away, a lot of disinfecting of sand. Um, I only used cardboard during that time. And then I would basically just chuck it, um, or I would put it in the compost. Um, so, uh, so all the wooden things were sealed in plastic and had been baked and everything. Um, the thing I wasn't sure about was how the Night Angel Vistas, they each have a Vista. I have two hamsters, Maurice and Thor, and, um, I wasn't sure how those Vistas, because they're wooden, how that was going to go. So I sprayed the crap out of them with, um, an alcohol water spray. And then I also rubbed diatomaceous earth on them and like wiped it up. And I did that one final time before I put them in the cages, um, and, um, knock on wood, but it's... I think it's been at least a month and, uh, no mites so far. So, so, so far so good. Um, but that was something I was pretty nervous about because my understanding was the mites could live in wood. And so I was, um, or that's definitely where I was finding mites was on paper and wood items. So, um, yeah, I was pretty nervous about, about that. And, um, yeah, really glad they're doing well. And while I'm on the topic, um, I had to reset up their vistas and one, I have to say, these are like my best setups ever. I'm so happy with the setup. I mean, it's not incredible, but I just feel like it's nice to look at. It's really functional for my hamsters. It maximizes the space in my opinion, but also gives them a lot of variety and, and burrowing room. Um, and you know, if you set up a hamster cage, you know, it's, 
it's hard. It's not an easy thing. And each time I do it, I think I get a little better. I come up with new ideas of like how to get all these things in there and make it interesting for them and create lots of nooks and crannies, but still have it accessible, which is definitely an issue for dwarf hamsters and robos. They're just not good climbers. So you really need to make sure that things um, are accessible to them because they Unlike a Syrian who can probably climb most things, um, they will not be able to climb everything. And, you know, it's important. You need them to be able to access their water and their food and all that good stuff. Um, so, uh, so yeah, really happy with these setups. And um, one thing I really love about the Vista that I'm realizing um, is I love the the opening, kind of the oblique, like the, the tilted opening. It's really easy on your back to set it up and clean it. Um, after having big cages and aquariums where I was bending over and cleaning them out, um, having a Vista, just so much easier. I didn't really choose it for that reason. I just like the way it looked. But now that I have two of them, I am sold. So if you have back problems or you're in the market for a hamster cage, um, that is something to think about because I kind of debated between the Vista and the bigger world. And then, you know, there's lots of other options um, but most of them are kind of square, and uh, I just went with the Vista because I thought it was pretty. But now I know it also has this great extra feature of being a little more accessible um, without having to bend over and do so much leaning over. Um, speaking of that, I am considering getting another hamster cage. Um, I love my two hamsters, but... Um, you know, I, I wanted to take in more before the mite situation, or at least foster, and then the mites happen. It just was like too crazy, but, um, but I'm pondering on it now. And I think I'd like to have like more real cages and kind of get away from bin cages. I just feel like those days are done. You know, I have a permanent home now. I don't need to have a bin cage when I was in an apartment that felt more important to me because I just didn't want to invest in things that I had to move that were heavy. Um, but now I feel like I can set up a cage and just leave it there for as long as I want, basically. So um, I am thinking about what other cage I want. Um, I was pondering on doing a detolf um, only because, you know, I can only do so many vistas in this room before it gets a little crazy looking. And I have two, I think it looks cute, but a detolf sort of slim and long, and um, I think it would be a little less overwhelming. Um, and uh, and it'd be nice to get that that Ikea calyx or something underneath it, the one with the little squares. Um, so then I can keep my hamster stuff like really easy to access. It makes cleaning and taking care of things easier. And then rather than shoving it in the closet and you know, pulling it all out on the weekends when I do cleans, um, so I am thinking about that. The only thing holding me back right now is um, the detolf is only available in black. Like it's clear, but it has black ends um, and I want the white one. So once the white one becomes available, I think I'll do it. Um, and part of the reason is because I discovered this Etsy store. It's like Henry's homemade hamster, um, something like that. I will leave a link to it in the show notes and also on my website. Um, but it's, this person makes all sorts of hamster stuff, wooden hamster stuff, and also makes some um, lids for detolfs. Um, I think about $70-ish. Um, 
So then plus the cost of the detolf, it's still cheaper than a lot of other options and you get a lot of floor space. Um, and if you could get a secondhand detolf, then it's way cheaper, right? So um, it is something I'm thinking about. Um, the other option is I could do like some stackable cages from Night Angel or Bukestat, um, and those I think would fit in here well and be a great option for um, for fosters or like, you know, um, maybe slightly less elaborate setups. And because it's stackable and like just slightly smaller than the Vistas, um, I think it'd just be a good option for that. So I might look into that. Um, yeah, I'm curious what kind of cages you guys have out there and what your favorites are if you're experiencing some. Um, I've heard some mixed reviews about assembly of some of these stackable cages, so I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know if I like the front opening again on the fence. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All in good time. Um, you know, no urgency right now. I don't have any urgent hamster plans. And, you know, if one arrives on my doorstep, I always have a bin cage, so I'm going to be okay. Um, along those lines, um, speaking of rescues, so um, one of my, like, I am so in awe of this person, Mel's Neighborhood Rodents. Um, she goes around, does these road trips, um, different parts of the United States, mostly East Coast, actually pretty much always East Coast or Midwest. And um, she collects unwanted hamsters and then distributes them to people who want them. And she vets them and has like a really great success rate with getting them to people um, who want them. And um, I just, I love what she's doing. I think it's been it seems like it's been super successful, and uh, one of my hamsters, Maurice, is is from her, and he's just as cute as can be. Um, so I'm really excited. So in October, she's doing a cross country trip. So she's going all the way from uh, from the East Coast to the West Coast and back. Um, so she's collecting surrenders and finding them homes in between. And what I'm really excited about is because LA has this crazy hamster problem. Um, it's just, I mean, they euthanize a lot of hamsters in the shelters there, unfortunately. And I'm hopeful that maybe she can get some. And I mean, if I can take a few, it'd be great. I would love to help out an LA hamster if I can. Um, you know, who knows? I don't know what, how it's going to go, but, um, but I'm excited about this trip. And for her, I'm excited to see how successful it is. Um, it's something I really would love to do if I can get the time off work um, to do that. That would be like a personal dream of mine is just scooping up all those hamsters and finding them homes. Um, and, you know, just seeing the um, the personal impact is just so exciting when you see someone have a strong bond with an animal. And I think that that's like a really powerful thing and um, for both hamster and person. So I think it's so cool and I'm so excited and maybe I'll get another hamster. We'll see, but I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Um, let's see what else happened this summer. Um, oh, I was in a book. So this was really exciting. Like last year, somebody reached out to me and asked me to, if I could provide some information that they could use in a new hamster book. And, um, at first I was like, hmm, <laughs> who's this person? How'd they find me? Is this real? Are they scamming me? <laughs> But, um, but it was real, and I got the book just a couple weeks ago. It's so exciting. It's called The Complete Guide to Hamster Ownership and Care, 
and currently available on Amazon. So I'm going to put, it's already on my website, but I'll put a link to it again. And, um, yeah, this person, they collected quotes from all sorts of YouTubers and, um, camp hamster breeders and rescuers. So my quote is about, um, vet care, but there's all sorts of different contrib contributors and it's really exciting to see a book that is, um, that addresses modern hamster care and uh, is a little more well-rounded. Um, so I'm hopeful as the information gets out there more and more that we can see the end of tiny, silly hamster cages and the beginning of beautiful, lovely aquarium terrariums where hamsters and humans can live happy lives together. Yeah. So that's really exciting. And, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you need a hamster book, let me know. And, um, if you feel like, um, promoting it or giving it a good review, that would be awesome to, um, just, you know, try to push up the numbers for a book that actually has good care over one that doesn't, that would be great. Um, yeah. And then the last thing that happened this summer, I got really into photography. Um, I've been wanting to get a new camera for a long time, but I felt so overwhelmed I mean, cameras are like really overwhelming and really scientific. And, um, I spent a lot of time, actually I bought, um, what's that? Um, great courses on photography. So I watched that and then uh, actually Reddit was super great. I like, I asked some questions on Reddit and I was kind of like reading a bit and I decided to buy a Canon 5D Mark III, which is a camera from 2012. It's kind of old. It's a DSLR. And, um, I got a really pretty nice mirror or pretty nice, uh, 50 millimeter lens. Um, yeah. And so far, I mean, I've had it for about a week and a half, but I am loving it. <laughs> I really wanted a way to capture those moments of my hamster that I just can't always seem to capture. And this camera just, mm, it does it so beautifully. Um, so I'm really happy with this camera. And because I bought an old camera model, I got a pretty good deal on it. So um, I got it from keh.com rather than buying on eBay where like, you know, I don't know the seller or whatever. Keh at least um, is a reputable like website. And um, and if there were was an issue or something, you know, they could help me. Um but yeah, so far it's working great. And every time a hamster comes out, I'm like, ah, oh, get my camera. Um, and you know what? I wasn't always interested in photography. I think cause I didn't really know what I wanted to take pictures of, but, um, yeah, now that I have this interest, I'm suddenly like everywhere I go, I'm like, Oh, I want to do photos of that. Like the other day there was a frog on my screen door. It was so cute. And I like went and took pictures of it. Um, yeah. And it's just like a, a new way of seeing the world. I'm really excited about this new hobby and I'm excited about all the cute hamster photos I'm going to take. And hopefully I can pull it together this year and do my, um, the sexy hamsters of Instagram calendar. I half did it last year. I was going to do it as like a fundraiser for small animal rescues. And then I just got overwhelmed with work and everything. But, um, I'm going to really try. If I can do it this year, I will try. And, um, I'm getting lots of good photos, but I do want to include a lot of photos from all of you out there. Um, so that it's kind of a collective thing that, you know, people can contribute to and feel excited about. And maybe it's something I could do every year, um, as a fundraiser. So 
got a lot of little ideas and plans and limited time, but <laughs> isn't that always the case? Oh. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so yeah, those are all my exciting hamster summer things. Um, I hope you guys all had a good hamster filled summer as well and are enjoying the start of the fall and the school year and whatever it is that's bringing for you. I hope it's a good one. So um, thank you for listening with me today and um, I will leave links to things I talked about today in the show notes and on my website which is rachelgothamsters.com and of course if you ever want to reach out to me you can send me an email. It's just rachelgothamsters at gmail.com. Super simple and I will be so excited to hear from you. All right, I will see you in my next episode. Bye!